0: stair tower. Crossed pikes greeted him. Who are you? A voice challenged. Patrick of Balrory, to see George of Huntley, he answered with no lowland false humility nonsense. George Gordon, Earl of Huntley, good man of the bog, cock of the north and lord of Strathbogie, watched the advance of the bold lad with the saturnine face through little shrewd eyes whilst one strangely delicate hand toyed with the crucifix that hung from his waist beside the richly jewelled dagger. Of fifty or so years, heavy jowled with a wispy beard, the ruddy Gordon complexion congested and empurpled by overmuch blood, he looked what he was, a man who had lived to the full and denied himself nothing, nor had anything denied him. No sound was heard save Patrick's firm footfalls, No voice was raised, no servitor moved, until the gordon should speak. "'Aye, aye, that's as well, lad, just as well,' his chief nodded, a trifle grimly, "'for I've a ploy for you. "'Cut to your measure. "'Come, you, and sit by me here. "'We'll talk as you eat.' "'You would have me ride forthwith, Patrick queried. to Aberdeen.' I would have you in the town at the provost lodging before midday the morning. You'll do it fine, but... No, 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 no buts to Huntley. It's a bare fifty miles, boy, in the going good. The provost is in a hurry for sure. Tush, man, do you think Huntley bothers his head about the poor body of a provost or any other man for Tis the Queen's grace you're to be at and none other. Mary of Scotland! Mary Queen, Patrick gasped. Me? To bespeak the Queen? You jest, surely. God's grace, I jest not. But why myself as messenger? The young man questioned. Why, because you puppy, like your obstinate and heretical father before you, you are one of the elect, the misguided few of my name and race, to subscribe to the new, damnable, and reformed faith so miscalled you swallow whole the vomits of Knox and buchanan and their black unsavory crew you shall repair to the pack of reformed wolves that surround our young catholic queen two words you shall bear one as the protestant messenger of the lord chancellor and lieutenant of the north to the crown and the bastard James Stuart that holds it in his grasping fist, and the other, as an honest man and a garden, to Mary Stuart the woman, and that you are of the Heelan persuasion has its points. Somewhat bewildered, Patrick furrowed his dark brows. This smacks of statecraft, as I see it. Courtier's worker, I see round your table, cousin George, men versed in the like. All of these were in Aberdeen with me four days back, and will be less than welcome there again. The town is as throng as a bee's nest with the minions of the Protestant lords, and no known Catholic's life is worth a croot but you- you are your father's son, Hector Macrory bought you your entrance six years since there could be truth in that. Six years ago, Hector MacRory Gordon of Balrory had died a Protestant hero's death in Aberdeen, albeit an involuntary one. Slain at the Kirk door of St. Macarce as he emerged from a preaching by a hereditary and inveterate foe, Forbes of Tilly Gorm, who happened to be a Catholic, his demise had been seized upon by reformers in need of a martyr. So, I am the only Gordon who may enter Aberdeen, "'Is that the way of it?' Patrick exclaimed. "'It's an ill day when the cock of the North "'may not ride into his own town.' "'As you say, Patrick, an ill day. "'Fill up, then, boy, and listen. "'Mary Stuart left Edinburgh two weeks ago "'to make her first progress on the bonny North. "'She has promised her ill-begotten half-brother "'the earldom of Murray, the feckless Queen, "'which earldom Gordon holds and will hold.' I offered the open garden hand of friendship and duty, the true clasp of the north. And how was it received? It was rejected, Spunned. The jade is not even to visit us here at Strathbogie, though she must pass within three miles of us on her way to Inverness. She will lodge with any bonnet layered in a rickle of stones, but not with Huntley.